0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. Well, it's great to be together and this is such a beautiful day uh, today that we are filming uh, and uh, we are looking forward to what God wants to do amongst us this morning. So we're going to be sharing together Uh, God's been placing some things in our hearts and so we just want to encourage, strengthen, release you know, what God is saying and doing so that as a church across all the congregations Mm. and wherever you might be connecting in from, we can move together in God's kingdom purposes. Mm. So we've uh, we've had some great weeks recently in terms of God encouraging us and getting to grips with some very real and very practical things a couple of weeks ago, the uh, conversation with Jake, looking at that very real current issue of racism that's come right to the surface and uh, how we respond in our hearts to one another, to those that are black, black people, to those like me who are white, that we move together closely in the conversations to, to sort out anything we need to, to make sure we're walking together in the Spirit, in God's purposes. And then last week, Uh, we had uh, a bit of a word that was a bit more of a sort of unload and offload a bit more and it was really about us as Christians going public and we're going to continue that this week in the theme of uh, living the Jesus life because we're going to keep on that for a while. Why? Because we're called to live the Jesus life. So we want to live the Jesus life and we're going to be looking at a little bit more us as Christians going public. What does that look like? What does it mean? and uh, so just want to share a couple of scriptures right at the beginning god has been speaking to me during this last week about us living in his power and releasing his power the the part of going public is is not standing on a soapbox and just start telling everybody they're wrong and we're right or anything like that but going public means that we're much more confident more bold in our witness, in sharing our faith, that we're not back foot Christians, but we're front foot ones. We're not living on the back foot of passivity, but we're on that front foot of boldness and confidence with God and what He's doing in this time. In Acts 1 verse 8, Jesus says to the disciples before they're going to be baptised in the Spirit and there's going to be a release of, of God on earth in a new and fresh way, this is what He says to them in Acts 1 verse 8. He says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem where you live, Judea your nation, Samaria to other people groups, other places, and to the ends of the earth, okay? What did he say just before that in Mark at the end of chapter 16? He says to them, same kind of thing, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. God wants what is on the inside of us to be coming out of us on a everyday level. Okay, so we don't just wanna live in the natural level and every so often something of the supernatural life of Jesus in us pops out he wants his life to be flowing out of us like rivers of living water so here's a few questions just to get us going this morning to to get into the word uh these are the questions that the lord asked me okay because you know when god asks you a question he already knows the answer so the best thing is to be honest with him in the first place you can't con the lord so he said to me he said clive do you believe in my power and i was like well of course i do And he says, do you believe you have the same power as Jesus? And I was like, yeah, because I've got the same Holy Spirit. And he said, do you believe you have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead? Yes. Do you believe you can operate in exactly the same power as Jesus? Right, in my head, my immediate answer was, yes of course because i've got the same spirit as he did but then it's like do you believe you can operate in exactly the same power and it was like i know with my head yes and i've certainly done some of the things that jesus has done but can i operate in exactly the same power in every way suddenly i was like oh okay uh okay and then he said right clive next question Do you believe that you can do the same things as Jesus and greater things still? And again, my head went, yeah, of course, because that's what the Bible says. But then when it dropped from here down to here a little bit in the moment, it was like, okay, do I really believe? Do I really believe that God can do anything through me at any moment, as long as I'm available and willing? And so I said to the Lord, okay, God, you obviously want to take me on a journey here in terms of whatever i need to hear from you to enable me to then say yes and amen not just in my head because i know the knowledge of it but actually i was going yes and amen in my heart because i believe the reality of it through me so then uh, then i just want to read you a couple of things imagine a church that believes they that, that literally a church the church a church that believes they have the same power as Jesus, and act upon that, what could happen? Wow! Like any muscle that needs developing, faith and obedience, the two together, are one of them. Faith and obedience are one muscle that work together. You exercise faith by putting it to work now recently uh during the lockdown i've been doing a little bit of exercising and uh, jane's like don't go too mad okay because when i tend to do something i tend to sort of do it fully and uh, sometimes i hurt myself um like i was bike riding the other week trying to do something like a little jump thing and i got it wrong and the pedal hit my shin and took a nice big chunk out of my chin uh, chin my shin and And I I thought, oh that hurt, and 30 seconds later I stopped and when I looked, all this blood was pouring down my leg and I thought, that that doesn't look good. Why? Because I was trying to, oh I want to try this jump, I want to do something I haven't done before. And when when I've been exercising, I've been wanting to just do some stretching and stretch out in a way that my body was kind of a bit restricted and my knees were hurting a little bit and my joints were a bit and so I looked on the internet to do certain exercises, so I started doing certain stretches, certain exercises started to do a few different types of press ups and other exercises just to try and tone up a little bit but basically I needed to put some muscles to work that hadn't been working or put to work for a while And what I noticed when I had to go and pick up some fence panels from Jusin's across the road from where I live, when I did that at the beginning of the year, I had to have one of their guys help me lift them across the road because I couldn't do it on my own. And because of lockdown, I I, I had to order these things, go to the gate where they dropped them for me, and then I looked at them and thought, how am I going to get those across the road? The guy had to help me last time, And I thought, well, I'm just going to have to try. Now this is about eight or nine weeks into the lockdown. So I tipped the first one on its side, so the battens were this way. And as I thought, here we go, this is going to be hard work. I bent down and as I lifted up, suddenly it was like, oh, I can lift this thing. And I lifted it up properly, went across the road, dropped it. And I did that for several panels. And suddenly I realised, wow, the exercise that I'd been doing without really realising it had woken up some muscles reinvigorated some muscles and strengthened some muscles in different ways that suddenly i was like wow i'm in a flow of something now physically that i wasn't a few months ago and and this is what i believe god is is wanting to encourage us with as we look at some things this morning okay so like any muscle that needs developing our faith and obedience needs to be exercised needs to be taken out on an exercise and worked. Faith has substance and evidence that it is real and working, okay? So faith must have an outworking, it must have a substance, something real and tangible. Faith in my power, this is what God said to me, is basically faith in me, in who I am, right? This is who God is. The shortfall in seeing my power released is whether you believe it can happen through you the gap is believing that i have it and whether god will do it through me the gap is believe is understanding and knowing my identity who i am in christ identity is all about knowing who you are in me this is what god said to me who who i am in christ and the confidence that that brings which enables you to act with my authority so you know uh, when somebody has authority and then they say to you, right, I would like you to act in my name. I want you to do something in my name, so I give you authority to go and do this task. Now, before that, if you just thought, well, right, I'm going to go and do this task, you know, they haven't given me authority, thought I'm going to do it myself. You, you, you don't do it with confidence or a boldness because you don't know if you can really do it or not. But as when the one with authority says to you, hey, I want you to act in my name, I want you to do this in my name, speak in my name, and I give you the authority, now go and do it. When you know you have that, you go confidently and boldly knowing, This person has given me authority, so I'm going to do it in their name. And this is what it means to live in Christ. This is what it means to be a Christian living out in public, knowing that God has given us authority, has already spoken to us and said, hey, I want you to live and act in my name. I want you to speak in my name, command in my name, release things in my name, because there's things I want to release on earth as they are in Heaven, so what is that? That connected with identity though, because identity knows this is who I am and this is what I've been given permission and authority to do. So, if you know that you are loved, gives you amazing confidence. If you know if you don't know if you're loved, then you're kind of uh, is it okay? Is it not? You there's a little bit of reticence or you know, uncertainty, but when you know you're loved, see, I know that Jane loves me, and I hope she knows I love her. And, and I know she loves me. So I know that I can be confident and bold around her. I can just be who I am because I know she, she's accepted me and loves me. And God has accepted us not as who we were, but he's now taken us and made us acceptable in him as his children, as sons of God. So therefore, because he's made us worthy and acceptable, we belong to him and we know that we are loved those things are stronger than our feelings, the circumstances or what is going on around us. Okay? Because when we know that we're loved, accepted, belong, we're made worthy, that's where our value comes from. That's where our security comes from. That's where our confidence and boldness comes from. Because God is not evaluating our lives on performance. How do you feel today, Clive? Do you feel powerful? Do you feel loved? And sometimes I'm like, I don't feel powerful at all. Most of the time, probably like you, I, I, I feel, I don't feel powerful. I don't feel like, yeah, oh, I can take the world and everything. But in Christ, God says, you have everything you need for life and godliness. Therefore you have my power because I've given you my authority, because you are a child of mine, because you are an heir of mine, because you are in Christ, you have everything that he has. The truth of what I have done for you in you and for you, and therefore, how I see you gives you the confidence and the boldness to act on my behalf. What did God say to me, Clive, you have the same spirit as Jesus had. You have the same spirit that was released on the day of Pentecost. You have the same spirit as the early church and everything they operated in. You have the same spirit in you as the apostles had. You have the same spirit that any past revival or move of God has enabled and what has has taken place through those things. And then God said to me, faith and obedience, what you believe, and then how you respond to what I say to you as to who you are in Christ and what is possible is coupled with my sovereignty. Mm. And this is what the Lord said to me. He said, I lead my people, I speak to them. This is my sovereignty, my sovereign will. I speak and I lead my people. That is the sovereign thing, God speaks. Then we respond. Mm. That's faith and obedience. So God speaks we respond because we believe and then we act faith and a bit that's that's our response then god acts and then god does something sovereign in that situation so sovereignty faith and obedience and then sovereignty work together hand in hand in terms of what god does so what does he say he said i can lead or a, a, a moving object but something that's static i can only point them in the right direction And so what we want to do is we want to be moving with God, we want to respond to him, then he can lead and guide us. And it doesn't mean we're going to get everything right all the time, but better to be moving and he leads us and things happen, than we stand there saying, God, what about this? What about that? And he says, well, I can point you in the right direction, but you're still going to have to take a step. And once you take a step, then I can lead you. And what does he say? Allowing me to lead you is to go public. I will always lead you to people who need saving or healing or delivering, or they need something of my truth spoken to them that will liberate and set them free. Then he said to me, often many of my children live in a natural realm on a natural level and hope when needed, that the supernatural will kick in and hopefully happen. So the question is, all this stuff we're looking at, the question is then, which way are we looking? Are we looking at a natural level, at ourselves and all our inabilities, or are we looking at Him and who He is and what it means to have in us and then what can happen as a result, even in the details of our lives? So, Jane.
1: Yeah. Um, Do you know what, I was so, so moved and encouraged by the testimony um, last Sunday of of Joanna and Andy's um, new baby being born. And um, if you didn't watch it, I I encourage you to to go online and watch it, because it it really is really special. And so um, they were telling the story that their baby was due, and she started to um, uh, come during lockdown. and uh, they were a bit apprehensive because she previously had, had to go to a, a, a hospital in London to have this baby but they felt the nudging of God to um, go to a, a different hospital close to home and um, so they trusted on that and they, 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 they moved towards that and God opened that up for them and made that, made that happen and, um, and so they, I just love how God was nudging them, and, and st- he stepped in to position them for a miracle deliverance, basically. And, um, and as they went to the hospital, they uh, met up with Joanna Thomas, who's a member of the Crawley congregation, who's a midwife, and she put on worship music for them. And as the baby was being born, the song, The Blessing, was playing. <laughs> and when I heard that, that testimony, that story, I was so overwhelmed with God's heart Firstly for Joe having the baby, that God wanted to, uh, he was in the details, he was there with his peace, he was there with his comfort, he was there with his hand to make sure this baby was delivered at the right place at the right time, but with a Christian midwife right in place and with a blessing song playing over this baby as it's born. But also that God would position Joanna the midwife and um, and, and that's what this is all about, is that Joanna is is full of the Lord, full of the power of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, and waiting for a, a woman a, a in labor um, to pray for them and to get her hands on a baby being born and pray for them. And she's positioned in the right place to be God's deliverer for um, these babies being born. And that's the, I believe, the, the time that we're in, that um, there's, delivering of the harvest if you like these birth pains that are going on in the earth Um, that the kingdom of God being squeezed out of his people and um, but there are souls being saved all over the nations at this time and if you like God wants to position us as midwives ready to uh, help these people being Uh, Saved and born again and when a baby's born you don't just uh, deliver it and then leave it on leave it on the side Um, You have to look after this baby. You have to nurture this baby You have to uh, it has to grow and and that's our role and responsibility in the harvest that that we are ready willing and God God wants to position us um, as Deliverers if you like um, for people out of the kingdom of darkness into his wonderful light And I looked up, because I was so amazed by this story of these two Joannas, I looked up what Joanna means. And um, and it means um, uh, the grace of God and the gift of God. And I I was just blown away that really it's like a double double whammy, a double portion, if you like, of the grace of God at work in our lives, A, to position us for our own miracles that we need. And he knows how to do that as long as we follow his leading. but also to be positioned to be the miracles for other people at this time. It's su- such, such an amazing, amazing time that we're in. And, um, and something else that happened this week as well. Um, uh, m- many of you know Michelle Granger. She, she called me last week and said, a friend of mine was so blown away by watching a Sunday service. She wants to get saved. She, she had an encounter with Jesus in the worship for the first time. And she wants to get saved. She wants to get born again, but there's some stuff going on around her life that she really needs help with. And and are we able to to help her? And um, so I was thinking about it, and I contacted a few different people, and I and I just felt prompted by the Lord to read in uh, read Acts, and I was reading in Act six where the apostle said, um, find men who are filled with the Holy Spirit and wisdom and power and, um, and the grace of God, and, and get them to do the work so that we can do, the apostles can do what they were supposed to do. And as I was reading this, Michelle sent me a message and said, I've rallied together, I've rallied together seven people to put around this woman and see her through her her journey, and um, and I was just blown away because that she did that immediately. That was God's heart, and the, the response from the people in the bodies: yes, I want to be involved. Yes, I want to pray. Yes, I want to stand with this woman. Yes, I want to help her mm. come through to wholeness. And um, you know, the people that come into the into the kingdom is not it's going to be messy. It's um, these are lives coming out of, of trauma these are lives who are responding to the Lord right now because things are hard. And and every single one of us has an amazing part to play and is anointed, like Clive's saying, with, with the power of the Holy Spirit to to see miracles, to see deliverances, to see lives turn around. Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, God, God's at work doing a lot of things at this time and uh, it's interesting, the story with um, Andy and Joe and uh, then with Joanna, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit looks after all the details. Mm. They felt a nudge to change hospitals and, and, and God knew I'm going to set them up mm. with Joanna Thomas. So when they get there, I'm going to sort of the details, worship music, my presence, Christian midwife. Are you just, you think, okay, God. And sometimes we worry about stuff mm-hmm. and, and it's like God saying, hey, I've got it. Yeah. It's, all, it's it's, uh, it's sorted, yeah. I'm in charge. Yeah. And we can, in our lives, just say, Father, we thank you that you are Lord. Thank you that you're in charge. Thank you yeah. I don't have to fear and worry because you are my Father. Yeah. You go ahead of me, yeah. you plan things, you orchestrate yeah. things, you sort things out. You just want me to be sensitive, listen to you, and walk with you. Yeah. And just carrying on from what Jane's been saying and what I was sharing, it's like God was, giving me a parallel of, of, of what it's like if we live in the natural looking at everything in the natural or whether we live in the spiritual and we look at everything from that point of view so let's just have a look at some other things okay this is what the Lord said to me as well it was like if you're looking or living in the natural you won't see the supernatural opportunities or moments It's the difference between the five wise and the five foolish virgins. Five were ready, discerned the moment, and had things in order. The other five weren't ready because they didn't discern the moment and they were caught out, they were caught off guard. In that story, they all were told that the bridegroom is coming. Now, they all started to wait but it took a long time. But then suddenly, whatever happened, the bell rang or something happened, they said, he's coming, he's coming, he's here, he's here. So they all heard the moment, all 10 of them, it's here, it's now, he's here, he's now, right? Five of them were like ready. The other five said, we've got no oil, can we have some of yours? And, and the five that were ready, the wise ones said, well, no, because otherwise we're not going to have enough. And so the other five went off to get some. And at that moment, that's when the bridegroom turned up. Five went in and the other five came back too late. Now, we know that's to do with Jesus' return, and are we living ready, and all of that kind of stuff. But also, in the now of what God is saying, okay, are the lamps of our lives, full of the oil of who he is, ready so that at any moment, whatever he says or does, we don't have to suddenly go, oh, I've got to go and get this in order and sort that out, and I've got to go and do the other that actually in this time, we're listening, responding, and getting ready to what what God wants to to do. Because it says here, written down, if you look in the natural, you will hear and perceive in the natural, your own thoughts, someone else's thoughts, or their opinions, or the news, or social media. But then it says, I wrote down, but when you're looking Uh, in the natural, you don't perceive and discern what God is saying and doing, you don't discern what's happening in the spirit. But when we look up and not down at ourselves, we begin to hear a different voice, we begin to hear a different sound, we begin to hear something else, and we'll come to that in a moment. So which way you are looking will determine what is happening in your mind, in your heart, in your life and in your world. Which way we are looking determines what we hear. Uh, you know when, uh, when, when, you, and, and when you look up, as in look at God, who He is, and you hear from Him and you focus on Him, there's a temperature change that happens in your heart and in your life. There's a different climate that starts to operate in you. Because when we live at a natural level, we operate at the temperature and the climate of the natural. Did I like this? Didn't I? Fear, worry, anxiety. But the shift from natural to supernatural is quite simple. To look down is one thing. I'm looking at myself, how I'm feeling, how am I doing, what's going on in me. But then to look up is literally lifting your head up, lifting your spiritual eyes, and it's a choice. It's a decision in the moment that says, right, I'm just going to remind myself first of all, who am I in Christ? Because that's the starting point. It's a simple decision, but makes a huge impact in your heart and your life. And you begin by reminding yourself, hang on a minute, I'm a child of God. I'm loved by God, I'm accepted by Him. I've now been made worthy to be His child because He has made me worthy. All the old life I once had, that is gone, is dead, buried. I am now a new person in Christ, I'm a new, I'm a different person, I'm a new person. I've been made holy and blameless in his sight. That's how God sees me. That's how Jesus sees me. I'm holy. I'm blameless. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians 1. He doesn't apportion any blame. He's dealt with it all. He's dealt. All I have and all I am is his. And all who he is and all is mine. I've been given authority over every negativity. He is my wisdom. He is my joy. I lack nothing. I have victory over every lie of the enemy. And in that place, I can say, devil, you're a liar. I am not listening to you. Why? Because I am an overcomer. I'm a person of victory, faith and power. Why? Because that's who Jesus is and that's who he is in me. And so to live in this power that we started with, we we start by reminding ourselves, hang on a minute, this is not to do with how I'm feeling, what the circumstances are like. This is to do with who I am in Christ. This is about what Jesus says about me, who I am now in relation to Him and what He's put on the inside of me. He says I can do the same things as Him and greatest things yet. Why? Because it's Him at work in me. If I'm led by the Holy Spirit, sensitive to His voice, that means He's going to speak His sovereign will, and what He wants to do, I believe that and respond in obedience and then boom he does his sovereign thing so as god says to all of us hey guys pivot shift throw your nets on the other side come out into the deep as we said last week that's where the the big issues are the challenges are that's where sin is at its worst right in the deep but what is our faith for our faith works best when it looks impossible because that's what faith is for and god is authoring faith in us in a fresh yeah. way he's encouraging us and everything and he's saying hey guys throw your nets over throw, this is going to be an adventure this yeah. is going to be a ride this is going to be amazing i'm going to do more than you could ask or imagine the guys when they pulled the nets out of that boat they were so swamped they had to call their partners and the other boat and that the both boats were so swamped they were sinking come on guys mm. what do we have in our hands What do we have in our lives? We have the One who has done everything and made everything possible, not only for us to know Him, but for us to live and to act in His name. The world, our families, Mm. friends, neighbours, work colleagues, whoever they are that don't know Jesus, the world Mm. needs what we have. And this life and power that is on the inside of us, God is saying to us, hey guys, just cut it loose, take it for a walk, exercise that faith, exercise that life, exercise the power. And you know what happens when you first start to exercise a muscle, it feels a bit uncomfortable, feels a little bit, you know, what do I do with this? But you know, as you, after a few days and as you get going, after a few weeks of exercise, your body's used to it, you get into the flow of it and it becomes normal part of your everyday life now. And I believe that's how God wants us to see His power released, becomes part of our normal everyday life, that we're looking for Him to do something. We're expecting Him to work around. When you're going to Tesco's or you fill up with petrol or whatever you're doing, you know, maybe say to the Lord, God, is there anything you want me to say to anybody? Anything you want me to do? Anybody you want me to encourage or any, you know, let's... let's," Because what are we doing? We're looking with eyes of faith, we're looking for the supernatural. We're not just kind of going around our lives like this and and then every now and then somebody reminds us, oh, we've got what we have, maybe better use it. Let's kind of lift our heads up and say, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do in me and through me today? Because today is the day of salvation. Today, now is the time that God works in us right in the moment. So we're blessed with everything that we have. Amen. Amen. I reckon we should pray. And uh, I reckon there's gonna be a release of God this week through all of our lives. So whatever you're doing right now, Um, don't just close your eyes for a moment, don't just sit there. Oh, I encourage you, stand up, get on your feet for a minute, right? Because standing on your feet is more of an active position. You get on your feet, I'm gonna go somewhere. So jump to your feet, roll out of bed, get out of that duvet (laughs) if that's where you are. Get out of your sun lounger if that's where you are. I don't know, whatever you're doing, but let's stand up together, let's stand. Father, we stand before you right now as your people, your children, your ambassadors. We thank you that you have filled us, saturated us with your Holy Spirit. Yeah. We thank you that you have made us your children. You've made us acceptable in your sight, made worthy. We belong to you. And we thank you, yeah. Father. There's so much of your life and yeah. power on the inside of us that yeah. <laughs> you want to release. Yeah. We thank you for that fresh revelation of the identity yeah. that we have as your children. Yes. we thank you that every lie of the enemy is thwarted with yeah. that shield of faith yeah. that quenches yeah. the lies of the enemy. As yeah. we hold up the truth yeah. of who we are in you, it quenches the lies. We hold up the sword of the spirit, your word in our lives, we say, this is who I am, yeah. this is who yeah. we are, and this is what God wants to do. Yeah. We thank you that it gives us boldness and confidence in you to live in the way yes. you've called us to. Yeah.
1: Father, we thank you that you want to position us, your people, Lord, for for your miracles, Lord, but to be the miracles as well, Father. And this week, Lord, we say, yes, Lord, position us. Lord, Lord, you've been saying all hands on deck, and Lord, we want to be those who are ready and willing, shifting position, Lord, to be positioned by you to reach out Lord, to be the answer, to be the miracle, to be the deliverers for those who need deliverance in this season. We say yes Father do it Lord and we just thank you for every miracle that's going to be released this week into our lives and through our lives Lord. That double portion Father of your grace and your gifts in our lives Lord, expressed and given away to those who need them this week we thank you lord your kingdom will advance forcefully through us your people in jesus name thank you lord thank you lord
0: thank you jesus thank you lord thank you lord praise your name father as we stand before you right now we thank you for that fresh empowering of your holy spirit to hear from you to be led by you to be moved by you in situations father in this coming yeah. Week. We praise your name for all that you're going to do, yeah. all that you're going to say and however you're going to operate in and through who we are as a people. Maybe just where you are right now, maybe you've known stuff in your head but it needs to come drop down into your heart. And maybe just say to the Lord, Father, I don't want to live by my knowledge of knowing something. I want to live in the experiential reality of what I believe because what you believe, you will live.
1: Thank you
0: Jesus What you know you give assent to but what you believe you will live you'll put actions to it. Yeah. And so Father I thank you you take us all on a fresh walk of faith. Yes, yes. fresh walk of the supernatural yeah. seeing your life and power released through every one of yeah. us in a new world. what would it look like a church on the move like that you, giving words of knowledge, like praying for the sick wisdom revelation Mm. insight whatever it might be hey be free in the name of jesus we break that off your life right now hey do you want to know jesus this is who he is father we thank you what does it look like for a church to be on the move like that powerful unstoppable unlimited Mm. we thank you lord we praise your name father i just pray for anybody watching today taking part in the meeting that doesn't know you father i ask you you'd reveal who you are right into their heart and life as they're in this meeting with us together thank you that you move in every heart every life right now we praise your name we thank you jesus if you want to respond to jesus this morning get in touch with us info at kingdomfaith.com we'd love to talk with you love to pray with you after this meeting finishes in a few minutes i want to encourage you if anybody is not well in your home pray for them lay hands on them we could have a time doing that now but i believe god is just saying hey do this in your home This is uh, empowering the saints. It's uh, releasing the saints. So in your home right now, anybody's unwell in any way, shape or form, lay hands on them. Don't say, Father, you know, you, you love my dad or you love my daughter or you, you know, aren't they brilliant? No, 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 no. Use your authority. Lay hands on them. In the name of Jesus, I command this sickness to go. I command these symptoms to leave. I speak healing into your body now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's release what is on the inside of us and let's see what God does. You can do that through social media. You can do it on a Zoom call. You can do it in your house. You can do it wherever Mm. you're communicating with people. Amen, amen. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you.